Blog Talk Radio. This thing right here is for my people in the streets. Yes, yes, today. Yes, yes, today. You know, as we start this show, this one might be. There is a pause. Throughout the stadium, as this man sounds like he just coughs up a lung. They're looking around. The jumbotron shows and pans the cheerleaders, and as it goes down each cheerleader's face, each one breaks up into laughter, which at this particular time destroys half the stadium. The other half is still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Does this guy need... Uh, CPR or something and then at that particular time I lost it <laughs> Devon dropped Yes, yes, yes Today Love Talk Phoenix is another place They got a great uh, training staff I mean they, they were able to breathe life back into Shaq And if you can do that you know, People talk a lot about <laughs> their training staff Love, love Yes, today you know, as we start this show, this one mic. Welcome to One Mic with D. Wills uh, here on the Real Sports Guys platform, realsportsguys.com. Please make sure you go to realsportsguys.com, click on the iTunes um, symbol, and sign up for our podcast. Provide us with a review, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear you. Um, this is uh, a uh, one of our specials for boxing, um, one of the things that we really love on the show is having a uh, boxing format and focus every once in a while. It's one of those things that, um, as much as we love to talk about NBA, NFL, and, and other sports, uh, you know, nothing bigger than a big fight. And it's been, you know, given all the NBA talk, uh, LeBron winning a championship for the land, the parade was off the chain. LeBron going down talking about every teammate, uh, the the heavyweight fight that LeBron and Steph Curry, the heavyweight against the super lightweight. Uh, every time he blocked his shot, he let him know that hitting with a jab and an overhand right. Um, you know, uh, competed hard and under like in the background, you had you know a, you know Ali passing. And then you have these two young, talented people who are fighting tonight at the Barclays Center, Keith Thurman and uh, Sean Porter. And, you know, these are – you rarely have a fight. We've been having more fights like this recently, but you rarely have a fight when you have elite talent who are on the verge of superstar status putting it on the line. Like they're putting it on the line, you know. In in the past ten to fifteen years, these careers of, of of fighters in this category have been much more managed. It's been harder to make these kind of fights because a loss could set you back so far. And so, uh, but in recent years, with top rank Bob Arum and Golden Boy coming together and all the different things, and even within their own, uh, you know, uh, 
stable of fighters. They they fight them more. People have just been focused on whether it's within their own groups. Well, so a top ranked fighter, top ranked fighter, gold boy fighter, gold boy fighter, fighting good fights or cross groups. Um, and some of that had to come with some of the stuff with the premier boxing championship uh, uh, that you know Al Heyman, you know all the fighters are what they thank God. They think y'all help them probably before they think they mom and they daddy. Um, and so you get these other players in them. I think it's created this space where you're now seeing some of these fights that you probably would have never seen, you know, a, a Golovkin, Golovkin um, you know, fighting Canelo Alvarez. And so uh, so now we have these guys, Keith Thurman and Sean Porter, that many folks probably out there don't really know. And, and the interesting thing about this is that these two young men know each other very well. They sparred against each other. Amateurs, they knew each other. Um, very familiar. In some ways, you would say they're friends uh, fighting. Uh, but they are both very good superstars. Um, and uh, to watch them kind of come together here at the Barclays Center is uh, going to be uh, in- incredible. Now, Everybody's kind of coming out. I think Mayweather's coming out. I think he thinks Keith Thurman. Uh, Keith Thurman now put the video out where he's he's hitting the heavy bag and then knocked the heavy bag down. I don't know if y'all saw that. If you had a chance, go out there and 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 look at it, <laughs> Google it. Uh, you know, he he doesn't set the tone uh, on it. But Keith Thurman comes in at 26 and 0, uh, 22 KOs. Sean Porter comes in at 26 and one and one draw. 16 KOs, you know, uh, these are these are two fighters who, you know, have really put together a nice crop uh, of of great of, of great fights. Um, you know, um, Thurman has uh, 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 been uh, in, incredible in terms of, um, uh, you know, some of his latest fights. Uh, that he has, he's uh, he's had, he's beat uh, Luis Calazo, uh, um, who was a, a world WBA uh, welterweight champion. Um, Sean Porter actually has victories over, uh, has a victory over Adrian Broner. Adrian Broner was supposed to be the next to Mayweather, um, and they were both friends. You know, Broner just, you know, Broner came on late. Uh, to get at, but Sean Porter basically owned that fight. Um, I think his only loss is to Kell Brooks. Kell Brooks is, 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 is Porter's, Kell Brooks is good um, and undefeated British fighter. Um, but I, I think that would be an interesting rematch if that, if that happens. Um, but these are two, um, you know, uh, really important fights. And I, and I think the winner will have a chance to fight someone like Danny Garcia, to figure out if they can kind of, you know, solidify that the division at 147. Um, and so, what do you have? Okay, so you have someone like a Keith Thurman, who is has incredible power. <laughs> I mean, like, um, yeah, incredible power, right? And so, um, you you you, but. Over recent years, one of the things, and that's why I call it one time, because if he hits you one time, you're going to be 
going to sleep. You're going to be going to sleep and hit you one time. But what he's done is he's, over recent fights, developed um, really technical skills. And so somewhere now he's becoming this boxer puncher. So this is a guy with one-shot power, but now he's really focused on the skill of the game. And so when you take a guy like this who is, you know, someone who, I mean, this this is a guy that loves to read. He's a geek in terms of science. Um, when you hear him interview, you can tell this is a guy that is intellectually curious kind of thing. And so he's not just following that normal pathway of a boxer who's just going to lean on his power. But he's also willing to be vulnerable. He's been a guy who's who's been caught with some shots and knocked down and gotten up and just then tried to punish somebody. I mean, knock, he's, he's hurt people with body shots, straight, straight right hand, knock you out, hook. But he's not afraid to mix it up. So he's entertaining people like him. You got like a guy like Sean Porter who is shorter um, and has grown technically um, and has his own set of, I think, power. But um, I think when I watch him, it's like accumulation of blows. But he, you can tell he's doing damage. He's one of these fighters who are not, you know, it's, what I love about young fighters, and I think both these fighters do it, is uh, a lot of young fighters are, are, are hunting for the head. Whereas these young fighters, if you watch them, they're not afraid to put some stuff in the bank. What I mean by putting it in the bank. They're not afraid to go to the body. They're not afraid to, um, to, to, to even though they got one, they each could probably get you, Porter could get you with a hook um, or whatever. They are disciplined enough to know they're going to put some stuff in the bank. They're going to hit you with the body. They're going to do some other things and let the power come to you. So a lot of times in basketball, we, we say, you know, the great teams let the ball find the energy. So you can come down, you know, Durant and get any shot you want, Westbrook get any shot you want, but great teams let the ball find the energy. If the energy find it back to you, then you get the shot. Same thing in boxing. You can come in and, um, and be that one-shot artist and try to do it, or you can let your, your, the boxing find the punch for you. Let it add up, do the discipline, and then the, in the shot you're going to get, it's going to come. And if you got the power, that's even better. And these two young fighters do that as well as anyone. So they're in the Barclays Center. What does it mean? When I come back, we're going we're gonna to hit into what do each of these fighters need to do in order to, to be successful.
downtown showing off a new thing. Couldn't take it all, so I gave her um change. She called me top shot, so yeah, I keep a few things. Champion sound, yeah, I got a few rings. And I'm all the way up. And you can stay up. And if you ask anybody where I live, they point to the hills and say, Go all the way up. With the gold chains, Himalayan broken cocaine, lit it up. Pop, I hit him up, I'm talking color money, purple yin and blue germ. I got brown lira, I ain't talking about royalty. I'm not going by aggregate. That means I'm all the way up, and you can stay up. P.O. say I can't get high, hop in the helicopter, Uber said, go all the way Hi, this is Brett Bielma, the head coach of the University of Arkansas Razorbacks, and you're keeping it real with the real sports guys. Whoopig. Yes, I'm all the way up. You know, one of the things that if you listen to me, uh, this is D. Wilson, real sports guys, one mic, one of our many uh, um, podcasts that we do on the real sports guys platform. Please make sure you check out the big show uh, with myself, Phil T, and the Game Changer. And uh, you can catch us on realsportsguys.com or go to iTunes, search for Real Sports Guys, and uh, just subscribe. We love to get your feedback. We love it. Um, we're trying to improve. We're, in, we're, we're getting through that year five. Uh, we never thought we'd get to this point and uh, really enjoying it. Um, also, check out that Hustle and Flows. Um, it's uh, Seku and, and, and the Game Changer. Um, it's kind of intersection between kind of hip-hop and, and sports. Uh, it's, a, it's a winner. If you haven't checked it out, you know, get over to that. Get over to our podcast, look back on it, check out the catalog. They got it's, – it's hot. It's fire. They're doing a really good job with that. Uh, we're just trying to bring it to you, bring it to you how we want to. And so this is a one mic. One mic is, you know, our opportunity to go deeper into – an area. A lot of times we listen to some of our other shows. We're touching a lot of different topics, but you know we'll hit a few things. But we'll primarily talk about them today. You know, I'm, I'm gonna hit on here uh, in in this podcast. Um, uh, great fight tonight. I mean, it's the kind of fight that if people understood how good this fight, this could be a big pay-per-view fight. When you talk about pay-per-view fights, this is one you would actually pay for because you know you're gonna get your money's worth. You got Keith one-time Thurman, and then you got Sean Porter. And these cats um, mean business, got great uh, support corner training, um, are going to come in. They know each other personally. They've watched each other. They had a feeling this day was going to come. Uh, they quit with the tongue with each other. Um, it's the kind of competitive thing you want to see in boxing. They're not the two kind of guys who are going to shun or, or run away from any challenge. They're not, they're not afraid about putting their legacy on the line. I mean, this is old school boxing. This is back. This is Sugar Ray, Tommy Earns, you know, back there where folks just got in, you know, um, uh, Duran, where people, if, if it's time to get down, let's get down. 
and that's what they're doing right now. And they're doing it in the Barclays Center, so it's like Brooklyn. It feels very Brooklyn-like. Um, and so, um, you know, it, 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 it's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, both these fighters have, have found them in a place where they've, they've had some important challenges um, in their in their recent fight, um, their recent fights, and so uh, they've been able to, you know, really test themselves against elite talent and have both done well. And now they're going to try and see who's going to reign supreme and who probably going to fight like maybe Danny Garcia. So what does it take for either one of these two individuals to actually win? Like, what is it? Um, and so let me start with, let me start with Sean Porter. Sean Porter is the shorter fighter, right? And so his biggest thing he has to be able to do is close distance. He's got to be in there and he's got to make it rough. When you've seen Sean Porter um, do very well, um, when you watch him against Adrian Broner, what he did was he made it a very ugly fight. He got in, mixed it up, pushed him up against the ropes, took away his power. And I think that's what you'll see him do um, uh, uh, against one-time Thurman is where he's going to do is, you know, if you see Thurman's back touching the rope, if you see him in the corner a lot, then Porter is getting what he wants. If you see it looking really ugly inside, not ugly outside, so they just swing in, but he's at a distance, but ugly inside where you can see that um, Thurman is trying to find the angles, you know, trying to get him off and get in space, and that's happening a lot, then Sean Porter is getting the kind of fight that he wants. If you see Sean Porter fighting to get in a distance, so think about the um, Holyfield-Tyson fight, where, and this is probably a better thing than maybe Holyfield I mean, and Tyson, Lennox Lewis, but Holyfield Tyson is probably a great example of this where Holyfield was able to, 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 to at times fight inside, but he also could leverage fighting outside and make it very make, make Mike pay for coming in, make Mike think about coming in where the point where Mike was getting frustrated and bit his ear. Porter, Porter not going to bite him on the ear, I don't think. That's not the kind of young man he is. But, but what you'll see is – Thurman is what Thurman will need to do is he if you watch him he's been working that jab and working a jab from different angles um and and then setting up that right hand going to the body and and dancing he's been dancing a lot old school dancing where he's moving and punching and dancing and with somebody with that kind of power because he can knock you out going backwards what he's doing is he's forcing you to make a mistake change angles open up in a way that he can get you the one thing he can't do, and I've been watching this in recent fights, is his uppercut is vicious, but he can't do it from too far away. If he does that from too far away, he'll pay with Porter. Porter will make him pay. And he's been caught a couple times. Um, uh, I believe in his last fight he was caught with an overhand right. And I think Porter will probably – Porter, can, he, got, he got a nice overhand right. So the key, if, 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 if Thurman is winning, it means that he is operating with space and distance. He's moving around. Porter is looking frustrated because he can't really get inside. Um, and then when they get inside, Thurman is o- owning how the inside game is going, meaning that he is he's getting shots off, he's getting what shots he wants, and then he's getting out. And so if you see that type of fight, then Thurman is probably winning on the cards. If you see his jab working, and Porter's really trying to figure out how to get inside. He's ducking and trying to – he's not getting there. And he's getting hit in the body. He's getting there. And, 
and Thurman is getting off any shot he wants without feeling frustrated, without somebody taking up his space, then then uh, then Thurman is going to be winning the fight. So it's so if you see it get really rugged inside, Porter is getting the kind of fight he wants. If you see it now, that's not that doesn't mean that Thurman can't knock you out and fight you inside. But that's the fight that Porter wants. If you see Thurman really being able to move and dance side to side, get his control his angle shot, not really get his pace disrupted because he's able to control it from distance and then get inside when he wants to, then that's the Thurman fight. That's the Thurman fight. So what did I do? Well, this is crazy. I'm crazy. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you. Everybody putting money. Well, when we come back from this break, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my thoughts and my decision on who I think we want to fight tonight. This is RSG. This is one Mike D. Wills, and we'll come back after this moment. <laughs> Play. This is D. Wilson. What might play a little bit of stand behind me while I'm while I'm talking to you, uh, just to kind of keep this thing flowing a little bit as we close down. I'm, I'm just going to talk over it a little bit. This this is this is this is game changer style. You know, want to make it feel right uh, with you. So, who do I think going to win the fight? I watched a couple key Thurman fights. Early, and I and I made this prediction already, so I I got to go with it. I think Sean Porter is going to figure out how to upset. Everything, everything you look at leans towards Keith Thurman. Everything. He's got the power. I think he's got more things he could probably pick out in his toolbox. He's tough. He's knocking down. You know, uh, you know the, the the heavy bag. I mean, he's got that kind of power. But when Porter fought Adrian Broner, who I think at the top of his game, if he fights, he can beat either one of these fighters. Uh, he just is not psychologically in the right place. He's more concerned about all the things around winning, and he more so than he is about the things you got to do in the ring. I think he's beginning to get to that space, and it's a shame because. If he just got there earlier, he wouldn't have any losses. But the thing I've realized about Porter is he's always the underdog. And I think he learned a lot from when uh, his one his one loss, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, he, he lost to one of the top, one of the top uh, uh, fighters in the game uh, in Kell. And I think that fight taught him a lot about his approach and what he needs to do. Um, and he's different than one of these small, other smaller fighters that, you know, um, 
when they got a close distance. He's not afraid to use his jab. His jab is great, so it allows him to get inside. Um, he's he's um, he's not afraid to take whatever you got to take to get inside. So a lot of a lot of shorter fighters, when they're playing, they're fighting against lesser opponents. They can just bully the way in, and then when they fight against someone like a Keith Thurman level, um, or or some at that level, um, they get control a bit more. I, I think he is going to be able to get in there and make it messy and dirty. Um, and I think the one thing I worry about Keith Thurman that I just have I watched two tapes of recent fights, and and one of the things he even says he writes is the most recent fight of a fighter because the fighter's not going to change much from their recent fight. The habits they can't change. Well, the habit he can't change is his chin is always up. He is his defense on the interior is is very weak. He's got a great chin, so that's how he's been able to survive. But if you watch his fights, every time I watch him, I'm like, you are overexposed on defense. So when you start to when people start to pick the pace up because he got so much, that's one confident thing about having confidence about your power that you forget you still need to defend. And if you watch him fight, his chin comes up and he's he's swinging. And if he connects, cool. If he doesn't, he'll get hit with that overhand right. He's going to sleep. And I think Porter knows that. Whereas Porter is not undisciplined in those ways, in those exchanges. You won't see him make those kind of mistakes. And I think I think it's going to be more. They both have good offense. To me, it's going to be more about your defense. And a great fight. That's what it comes down to. It's less about your offense. Great defense creates offense. And so if you can bait somebody in and you can defend and you can turn, that's where I think where, you know, uh, Floyd and other get you. Like he can get you to commit to something knowing that you can't do something. Then I can counter you. I can come back on some things. And I think uh, Thurman will uh, will maybe expose himself in ways that, He'll pay with Porter that he hasn't paid in some of his more recent fights, uh, and uh, and some of those recent fights he got hurt early and battled back. The problem I think he'll have with a person like Porter, when Porter gets a lead on you, he keeps a lead on you, and so it ain't gonna be like he can just come back and 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 that's the advantage of him being shorter and compact and power. Some of the things that he's been able to do with some of these recent fighters are people who are a little bit taller. He's been to go to the body, and it's harder to get to Porter's body because. He does concentrate a little bit more on defense. So, um, it's I love Keith Thurman. So if he wins, I'm, I'm not going to be unhappy about it at all. I'm, I love him, but it's just something that just tells me that Porter's going to win, and there's going to be a rematch. And these we might have a trilogy with these three, or with these two. Um, and so, you know, make sure that you. You get your popcorn ready. <laughs> Make sure that you, um, you know, you uh, do everything you need to do to get in front of a television night. Uh, because, you know, the Barclays Center has produced some great fights. I mean, that's been one of the great additions. You know, Madison Square Garden is a great place, but the Barclays Center, um, you know, uh, has delivered on some great fights uh, this year. And, you know, I just want, you know, if you have a chance, if you 
um, have been frustrated by some. I mean, boxing's been great, but if you've been frustrated by some of these mega fights, um, and um, you know you're looking for something that just to quench your thirst, you wanna you want to um, uh, 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 find a way to get reconnected with the sport. This this is this is the way that you got to be able to do it. Uh, this is one of those things. You know, I, I'm so happy here. I got I got stuff going in the background. I got background music just hollering me out. Um, if if that's something you want to do, then you need to check this fight out because um, these are two of the younger talents that people have not talked about, have not really understood. I've been so impressed with their approach. It's very businesslike. Um, they're highly professional. They're charismatic. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I think boxing can do a better job, when you have two young cats like this, I mean, the promotion, um, I wish the promotion was even better because these two young men deserve it. Um, and you add the man with Danny Garcia, uh, who is just awkward but wins, got a father who's got great personality. Um, you know, you – uh, you get something. Um, you, you get something. And when you get great folks like Floyd Mayweather and some of these great fighters who, um, you know, who are are, 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 are on it. Um, and, and the other thing I'm going to add is, uh, you know, Porter is a, Porter, I believe, is a uh, Cleveland native. So this is a week of Cleveland. You know, everybody was talking about they don't they got the they got the uh they got the MMA what champion was the heavyweight champion. Now they got the NBA champion and now they might have a welterweight champion. What you do about it, there's something about it. I got my Cleveland tie, I wish I had it, you know, all in. You might have LeBron in the house. I got my all in, you know, thanks to Phil T because he took me out there. I was able to see it, the Toronto game. Uh, when I was out doing some visits um, uh, on, 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 some, on some campuses, he's like, hey, let me go check it out. I was in the queue for the Toronto series. So I got this little all-in 216, you know. Uh, you know, Sean Porter going all-in. You, you, you might have LeBron in the house on this one. You know, Jay-Z definitely going to be in the house. Beyonce might be in the house. You know, it, this is going to be a barn burner. And so, you know, I want y'all to get excited. You know, I want y'all to uh, uh, do everything you can to get in front of a television for this one. And my hope is uh, uh, when we're uh, all said and done, I'll get my guy, Tyron Briggs, or somebody to come on and, and really begin to talk about what's going to be happening next. Because I think this fight is going to set up some mega fights over the next year. Um you know, boxing fans are going to get their their money, their, their, all their money worth, and this is going to set up a domino effect of some big fights over the next 12 to 16 months. And so, definitely, we'll get like uh, Doug Fisher. Uh, we had a great interview with him. Please make sure that you check us out at realsportsguys.com. Check out the interview with Doug Fisher, especially with the special we did uh, uh, on Ali. Uh, give us some feedback on that. Uh, we really would appreciate it. Um, and uh, my guy, uh, Teron Briggs, will get back on. And Teron, what I love about him, I have him come on one mic. I mean, this is a guy who can talk about any sports. Uh, but he's a great – he loves boxing. 
um, and we hope to be doing more with him on the uh, on the Real Sports Guys platform. You know, he's he's one of the Wu Tang for us, and so we want to make sure that we uh, get him integrated in. We'd love to be able to do some things with him on the on the RSG platform to really start to expand his his game a little bit. I think he's that next generation of uh, what Doug Fisher's doing, and you know, we like we like the Wake Up Show back with Sway and Tech. You know, we catch them before they become Eminem, Biggie, all that. We catch them, we catch them early in the game. And so we want to make sure that we uh, give you some of the best and up and coming. So, um, you know, we'll definitely get him on to kind of post-fight to, to give us a sense of where things are going to go next. We'll take one more break here. And then when I come back, I'm going to drop the mic. And then we will... We'll be all over. We're going to tie this bow on this. And, um, again, this is Real Sports Guys, One Mike with D. Wilkes, Boxing Special, Thurman Porter. Again, please check us out on realsportsguys.com. And uh, we'll come back and drop the mic here in a few minutes. One Mike boxing special with D. Wills talking about the Thurman Porter fight. So I picked Porter to win tonight, which probably going against a lot of odds, but there's something about that. A uh, lot of respect for Keith Thurman. So if he does win, hey, I'm still on his team, but got to make a selection. And um, I want to bowl this up. I mean, we're talking about boxing. I have been, you know, we've had a lot of conversations about Conor McGregor and MMA and really enjoy MMA. MMA. Um, but one of the things I, in recent years, we've had some great energy coming around boxing. Um, you either have the heavyweight division making a return, and if you you listen to podcasts with uh, Doug Fisher uh, from Ring uh, from uh, RingTV.com, Ring Magazine. He's been on HBO. When, when they do the opening on HBO, I believe, you'll see him with the ponytail. Um, just fun person. You just kind of throw the ball up and let him do his thing. Uh, there's just been some incredible uh, energy beginning to develop around boxing. I think it's kind of getting lost. Some good fights have been made. Uh, definitely want to uh, have Tehran come back on. We talked about before the Premier Boxing Championship 
uh, group uh, started doing all the things on all these different uh, networks, whether it's um, it, it really bring boxing, live boxing back to television uh, and free boxing in some cases. Um, boxing is slowly making a resurgence. And some of these heavyweights, and definitely listen and break down some of these heavyweights, uh, some of the fights that are going to be mega fights coming up, you know, it's something about, I think, Mayweather retiring, you know, Pacquiao moving into a different space that opened up some opportunities for some young guys who, much like the NBA guys, are some throwback. Like we had this era, like in the NBA, we had this era that people might have called the me era, uh, where people weren't really focusing on team basketball and they're more concerned about their own personal brand. Not to say that some of these, these players today are not, but they, they are much more conscious of their role as team leaders, community stuff, staff. A lot of these young, talented NBA are people that you really like. And they had that resurgence coming, I would say, um, beginning with LeBron coming into the league. And that whole, everybody drafted after that was just you start to see this turn in terms of how the, the kinds of superstars you have. And you get the same thing in boxing, you know, um, Crawford. Um, Canelo, you know, uh, these two young men, Danny Garcia, I mean, you can go on and on and on. And, you know, they are putting them in front of me and I will fight them. They, we don't need to get political with it. You can make the fight, make the fight. And then we have promoters who we have these long standing kind of fuse between some of the uh, large uh, network, uh, premier network um cable network companies and also the promoters that, that stopped great fights from happening. One of the reasons why we didn't have Pacquiao and Mayweather. Um, there, those fights are happening in a shorter rotation. Some of that probably is pressure from, you know, you know uh, MMA that makes fights. <laughs> the fight needs to be made, it gets made. You know, no delay. And part of that's because you got one organization controlling everything. But they're finding that good, they need to make good fights and then let the fighters decide how great they want to be. Um, and, and, um, and build it up. So boxing is in a special place. Um, it's not, you know, one of the big three or four um, kind of sports. You know, it's a niche sport with people who love it, really love it. Uh, but I think it has the potential to get the casual viewer back in. A lot of it has to do with the, the personalities of some of these folks. I think the one bright spot of someone like Keith Thurman winning tonight is I think he can be a megastar, meaning that I think he has crossover power. I think intellectually how he he communicates his his ability to connect it's it's a it's a this is too much it's an ali-esque energy in the sense that he's quick and witty uh he's funny um but i mean he's smart he he seems like he's got a little broader kind of understanding but he's serious about his sport um so that i mean that is a benefit of him i think porter is somewhat to say but he's not as charismatic um, in that way. Um, and so boxing is, is, is getting to, well, I would say, in my own personal opinion, a good place. And so I'm glad that on our platform, we can be, you know, as, 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 as a crossover platform, as a platform that spends as much time on NBA and NFL, like a lot of people who do sports talk radio. Um, we also, I believe, I think, give, and this is kind of something I've been pushing, give a little bit more of a, of a fair look uh, to boxing. We have not quite given up on boxing in that way. And, you know, as it makes its resurgence, remember 
that you heard that here, that you heard um, about the resurgence here with us, uh, with this group. And so um, as I close out and drop the mic with the outro, you know, we so blessed to have the folks who take time to listen, listen. Uh, we are grateful that you are with us. We are very thankful to have the opportunity to just enjoy what we do. We hope you do. We hope that you go and um, download that podcast, share with us, engage with us. Um, when we're live, call in. Uh, get on our Facebook platform. Get it on Twitter. Um, give, give On Twitter, you can give Game Changer a hard time on Twitter. He's good. He'll go back at you. Um, and I will as well. Uh, so, so if you do, if you do come at us on those things, just know you might get something like this. You, you, you might get that, but, but we enjoy, we enjoy, we enjoy the verbal exchange and have fun with it. Um, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for um, all that you do and and uh, uh, that you share, and hopefully. You know, as we get the movement going, you know, we grow it. Uh, we can be uh, a positive part of your life. Until next time, this is RSG One Mike with D. Wills Boxing Special. Thurman and Porter, enjoy the fight. And uh, love to hear your feedback on what you thought. And I will definitely share, uh, uh, you know, my thoughts on the fight on the, on the next podcast. Yes, yes, today, yes, yes, today, you know, as we start this show, this one might be. There is a pause. Throughout the stadium, as this man sounds like he just coughs up a lung. Just looking around, the jumbotron shows and pans the cheerleaders, and as it goes down each cheerleader's face, each one breaks up into laughter, which at this particular time destroys half the stadium. The other half is still trying to figure out what the hell just happened. Does this guy need? Uh, CPR or something And then at that particular time I lost it <laughs> Devon Trump Yes, yes, yes Today Phoenix is another place They got a great uh, training staff I mean they, they were able to breathe life back into Shaq And if you can do that you know, People talk a lot about their <laughs> training staff Yes, yes, today you know, as we start this show, this one mic. Mike...